welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything weather-related. Of course, we do science, earth science, and every once in a while, we do something simply because it interests me, the host, and hopefully I make it interesting. I call it off-topic. It's a lot more free-flowing these days. We've reformatted the program, and we're releasing them much more frequently uh, than we ever did, and uh, so we're just going to have some fun with that. Uh, I'm your host, Andre Bernier, meteorologist on staff at WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio, and this is episode number five for Thursday, September 20th, 2018. And uh, we sure had our hands full this afternoon, and uh, Dick Goddard, who is now retired from Fox 8, Longtime meteorologist, over 50 years, he always used to tell us, all, all of us underlings under him, never trust a warm front farther than you can throw it. And uh, that was the case today with that uh, rogue cell going tornadic. And uh, we'll have to see if uh, we get any official word on uh, any touchdowns. I'm, I'm sure that the National Weather Service will be sending out uh, some survey teams. There was some damage. And we have some great images from viewers of a wall cloud and a funnel cloud, and we've been sharing those. Uh, If you've not seen it yet, just go on social media, follow me on Twitter, I've posted a photo and uh, sent it off to uh, the National Weather Service for them to take a look at as well. But that's not why I'm uh, coming to you today. I am coming to you today to talk about the changes, the changes that are coming, because it's hot, it's stuffy. It's humid again today, but we knew these changes were coming because of long-range parameters. The guy I like to go to all the time is Scott Sable. Scott Sable is our morning meteorologist, and uh, I've known Scott for a very long time. He works hard and does a lot of research. He is a research powerhouse and does all kinds of fun things with numbers, and that's why I'm bringing Scott in, because Scott, first of all, welcome to Weather Jazz. Andre, thank you very much. Glad to be here. Okay. Um, A little over-modulated, just FYI, so hopefully you can uh, uh, pull away from the mic a little bit, and uh, we'll we'll go with that. How's this? Oh, good. Yeah, much better. Sometimes uh, the the Skype connections are just very, very strange. Uh, But uh, anyway... You are a research guru, and you wear it well. And because, first of all, I don't know where you get the time to do that in the morning, uh, because uh, the morning's every eight minutes, but yet you're able to do all kinds of great research and share it with all of us. Uh, and we saw something coming, we all did, uh, at the beginning of the month with a couple of parameters. We saw this cool down, which is coming our way. And talk to us about some of the parameters that uh, you flagged and we took a look at and we said yep looks like we're going to cool down at the end of the month yeah absolutely andre uh we go back to actually we go back to even late august i think it was around like the 27th 28th of august Mm -hmm. and i'm looking at two different um two different areas of the world Uh, sometimes i look at it and it depends on 
on on the time of morning but but in this case i started looking at the northern pacific and the northern pacific um, a lot of times the pressure patterns near the bering sea in the gulf of alaska can tell us a great deal about what's going to be happening 15 20 days out and i noticed when you kind of extrapolate what the models are showing 15 to 18 days down the road uh we started noticing that there was going to be some pretty significant troughiness in the bering sea and I hadn't seen that in a long time because it's been so warm. And that was one of the one of the uh, the flags that I'm like, you know what? We might be seeing some sort of shift middle, maybe around the third week of September. Um, and I started looking at it, and it was a flag, but it wasn't a big one. It, it, it wasn't something that really stood out. Then I looked down the road. It was about seven days down the road, around Labor Day, a little after that. I noticed that the SOI, which is the Southern Oscillation Index, mm-hmm. basically yep. that's pattern between uh, Tahiti and Darwin Station. I mean, we're looking like in the southern hemisphere here. Um, and I was looking at at this, and all of a sudden, the, 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 the SOI tanked. I mean, it dropped. And it wasn't just a one-day drop. It was a drop mm-hmm. that sustained itself. And you can go back and look at the data. Sustained itself for about a week around like September 4th or 5th through the 10th, I think it was. And when I'm looking at that, I'm like, wow, why, this is significant. Uh, there's a uh, there's a lot of people who have done a lot of research on, on the SOI and how that uh, can be the telltale sign for changes in North America. And looking at some of their analogs uh, um, in a neutral ENSO, which we aren't really in an El Nino or a La Nina right now, although we're trending to El Nino, something to talk about later. And given the fact we're basically into early fall, looking at those analogs, I mean, it was really showing significant troughiness and cool for around the end of September. Again, we, we were looking at the first cool down around the 20th, 21st, and then another one later on down the line. And all of a sudden, I'm like, whoa, that's, that's, that's a really, really big flag here. And sure enough, the models, which don't show that, you know, looking down the road three weeks, all of a sudden, now that we're inside two weeks, right. it starts to show that big cool down that, that we're now showing on our eight-day forecast. So, so using these out-of-the-box techniques that aren't necessarily model-driven, a lot of times that can give us a strong indicator of what's mm-hmm. coming down the two and three weeks out. It might not give you a specific temperature, but it'll give you a general idea. And usually in these transition seasons, fall and, and in the spring, it can um, it can be extremely helpful. And here we are, right on the cusp of one of those cooldowns. Now you mentioned the SOI. That was one uh, indicator, and another one that joined in the ranks. I believe it was after uh, the SOI crashed. Would be the PNA, the Pacific North America uh, index, the oscillation. And whenever it goes positive, it tends to allow the drainage of the cold air from Canada into the United States. I noticed that that joined in the ranks after. Absolutely. And we were noticing some of that um, on the European and on the GFS. The American and the European models started showing little hints of that. Mm-hmm. And here we are. We're, we're, we're noticing it not only starting to trend positive, but it's starting to significantly go positive, like you said. So, you know, when you start seeing these flags, not one specific flag was the one that really kind of pointed toward the cool down. But you, you, you piece all these things together and, you know, we could be looking at some 
some areas in the Great Lakes, 50s or highs potentially by the end of the month into early October. So um, it's always fun to do research like this. And, and you had mentioned that I like to do research. It's it's always kind of a learning process. You don't want to get stagnant mm -hmm. when you do when you do forecasts because that's the last thing you want to do because there's so much competition out there with with apps and and, and with getting weather information from other sources. And um, you know these long range outlooks are something that. Um, I find very interesting and I'm hoping that the viewers can find equally as interesting and hopefully helpful in their planning process, you know, looking, you know, down the road, especially this time of year when people are busy trying to get outside football games, you know, kids are, you know, families have kids at practice, um, you know, the weather becomes extremely essential in, in these transition seasons. Um, and even more so when we head into October, November, mm -hmm. when it might get cold enough for stuff other than rain. And you know for sure that uh, this kind of news of the cool down that's coming in two stages, first the correction to normal and then the real cool down at the end of next week, probably for seven days, that puts people into two camps. And you see an automatic polarization of uh, the folks out there. There are about, well, about 40, 45% of the people that are welcoming this cool down. They hate the heat, they hate the humidity, and about 40, 45% on the other side saying, oh, no. And only about 5 or 10% are in the middle, kind of shrugging their shoulders, going, hey, whatever. <laughs> it's, it's an interesting <laughs> polarization. It really is, and, and we talk about the psychology of, of weather and people's weather perceptions, and you know sometimes the psychology involved mm -hmm. with these changes is almost more powerful than the weather and the science and 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 the the atmosphere itself. Um, you know, it's interesting. We you, you were talking about how humid it's been. This has been, um, and I know we're technically not in summer anymore. And of course, the autumnal equinox is on Saturday, the the, the uh, twenty. First, I think is what it is. Are we the 19th today? I lost track of time. 20th. Um, we're, we're 20th of September. Yeah, there you go. So it's been, I, I was looking at the days where we have had dew points here in Cleveland above 70. Mm -hmm. We haven't had this many uh, days or hours with dew points above 70 in 23 years. So it's been extremely humid. It's been consistently humid. We've had 20 some days in the 90s. So, and the one of the warmest Septembers in memory. So, you know, once we get down into the low 70s or even upper 60s, People are going to think that, yeah. you know, this is November, but mm -hmm. like you said, it's basically a correction, um, you know, a, a correction back to where we should be yep. initially. And and it really isn't all that cool when you when you look back at history. Now, let's uh, before I let you go, let's talk about how long this uh, cool snap appears to take hold of the uh, Great Lakes states, because uh, obviously once it cools down, it's not all downhill from here. We'll still have some nice days in October, maybe even in November. But uh, this particular cool down does have a terminus, doesn't it? It does. And when we are talking about the changes in the Southern Oscillation Index, as quickly as the SOI has tanked and it's been strongly negative, which was the big, big flag of this cool down. If you look at the data now in the last mm, probably five to seven days, that SOI now has jumped back up positive. In mm -hmm. other words, it has cracked back up again, uh, which again, when you look down the road, we're probably looking at 
mm, probably the second week of October, maybe fifth, sixth, seventh, or later, where we're going to start to see the temperatures getting back to normal. In other words, the cool down is not going to last a long time. Right. But even with temperatures near normal for us here in northern Ohio, you know, by October 15th, the average high is down to, you know, in the mid 60s. Mm-hmm. So even though we're not going to see significant cool, cool air, um, by then and we're going to get a rebound, you know, we're not going to see more than likely we're not going to see 80s again by then. We're probably looking more like low mid 70s, but everything's relative mm-hmm. to normal. So I would imagine this cool down lasts through at least the first probably four or five days in October and then we'll see, you know, a gradual uh, gradual pullback. All right. Well, we're going to do a lot more episodes, a lot more frequently, a lot more ta- timely, a lot more free flowing. Uh, so periodically I may uh, have you uh, pull in uh, and, and, uh, Give us your take on whatever might be going on. We'll talk some weather, maybe even some off-topic stuff. How about that? Absolutely. Looking forward to it. It's interesting. It's, it's been so warm. My tomato plants kind of started showing signs of, all right, well, they're on their last leg. And all of a sudden, this rain that we've had mm-hmm. from the tropical systems and, the, uh, and this heat recently, they're all of a sudden starting to grow. So <laughs> we'll see how these things go. Maybe they'll keep going through October. Who knows? Does this mean that you will be providing uh, those people listening to Weather Jazz a tomato sauce recipe? It, it's a distinct possibility. The problem is that these tomatoes, for some reason, have a lot of end rot on them. So Ooh. I don't know if they're really edible. Ooh. So maybe that's too much information. But, hey, they look pretty, and hey, All right. I'll, I'll keep them going as long as I can. We'll get a full report. Uh, We'll follow up with you a little bit uh, later on. Scott, thanks for uh, joining us on Weather Jazz and giving us the lowdown on the SOI, the PNA, and all all the other fun things that we look at. You got it, Andre. Thanks again for having me. And so there you have it, uh, the story of the cool down coming our way, beginning with Woolly Bear Sunday. Hope to see you at Woolly Bear, by the way, Woolly Bear Festival in downtown Vermilion on Sunday. Uh, Bill Martin and I will be riding in a car together, and uh, hopefully your Fox 8 favorite somewhere, somehow, will be rounding out and about and signing autographs and doing selfies. I think the selfie thing is uh, probably a lot more of a thing these days. People want not so much uh, an autograph as they want a selfie, so... That's what we focus on in the so-called autograph booth, which really is becoming into a selfie booth. So how about that? We'll see you hopefully on Sunday at the Woolly Bear. If not, uh, just kind of keep an eye on things on Fox 8 News that evening. I'm sure we will have coverage. In the meantime, have a wonderful evening. Stay cool if you can, because the cooler air is coming. I promise. Atmosphere always delivers on that when we get into September, October, November, does it not? And we'll see you next time right here on Weather Jazz.